Welcome to the Livecast Construction Experience Podcast. I'm Kieran Brennan, co-founder of Livecast.com. Finally, the construction sector has entered its digital transformation, meaning the way we operate our projects and businesses day to day is being disrupted. This podcast is designed to help you in all areas of your business. We do this by bringing in experts across all key areas of a construction business who share their stories, their challenges, wins and losses so others can learn from their experiences. To watch previous episodes, please visit livecast.com or search livecast.com across all popular social platforms. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Livecast Construction Experience. Delighted this week to be joined by Laura Taylor of Empowered by Cloud. Laura, how are you? I'm really good, thanks, Kieran. Thanks for having me. No, you're very, very welcome. So, Laura, as you know, we've, we've chatted uh, off this and we do a lot with zero and we do a lot with construction and we came across your profile and we're like, geez, we really need to speak to Laura on this. And I really want to get into Empowered by Cloud and we want to learn all about that and what you do in there um, and talk about zero. But can I bring you back? We always get to trying to get to know the person behind the business. So it's good. Give us a bit of context. Where did this all start? I noticed on your profile that you started the business sort of late 2017, early 2018. Big question. Why? I think, um, Cloud accounting had was it was part of where the industry was going, um, but within the accounting profession, a lot of people were resisting that, and I was really on board with it. I was really, you know, I could see the benefits. I had clients who really liked it, and it was it just there was an opportunity there. There was an opportunity to take it and just drive it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So around the business, because I'm generally interested in starting businesses and how businesses get off the ground. Mm-hmm. What would you say was the yeah. biggest biggest challenge you had in, in getting going, getting the wheels torn? What, when you look back on that, how, what, what was the biggest challenge you faced? I think like everybody, it's marketing. You need to, you need to get the marketing right when you, when you first set off. So um, I started the business with very, very little funds behind me. It was all, you know, let's actually go and just try and build this business from nothing. Um, and I used various means and found that LinkedIn's actually, actually worked really, really well for us. Um, it took a while to fight to figure that out. Yeah, and I think you, you end up making mistakes, you know, cold calling people, things like that that you know just don't work um, in in our industry. Yeah, yeah, and in, from the from the construction side of things, do you find more and more construction companies are starting to to play with LinkedIn, starting to have a bit bigger presence with LinkedIn? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot more people realizing the benefits of it and across all different all different industries and I think construction was was one of the industries that was a little bit further behind in terms of seeing that benefit but I think they definitely have now yeah. um, and there's a lot more people popping up um, and using it to display pictures of, of what they're doing and you know even guys on site it's brilliant I mean we wouldn't be having this chat today only I've seen exactly. the profile LinkedIn exactly. reached out on LinkedIn great we've got guys do similar things in New Zealand uh, out in the US, same thing. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Big fan of it. And I always tell people, get your profile right and use it. It just takes me and you're sitting there. Exactly. Don't be watching bloody standards. Get onto LinkedIn. Start reaching out to people. Um, great tool. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Empowered by Cloud and what is Empowered by Cloud and I suppose what makes you different to, to others. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, what, so- what, what, what you do. We're an accounting, accounting business, however, um, we are different because we are 100% zero. We don't, don't work with clients that are on any other accounting software. Um, we specialise in the construction industry. 
and we're we're very tech focused but relationships first so we will help people to have the latest tech but that's an enabler it's an enabler to get us to have the relationships to give them good advice i like that i like that because a lot of the time with technology a lot of people instantly think it removes relationships out of the way and we're going to be now powered by technology so i like that you know as a value of your company you put that before the technology is nice i'm very interested in, in the other bit that you spoke on which is zero only why is that and i do want to get the zero separately but i'm straight away off the bat interested in why what, what made you make a decision that zero is the the, the go-to platform for you um, I think it comes down to a lot to do with testing lots of different systems and actually seeing that zero ticks all the boxes. Um, I like the interface. I think it's really user friendly. I think it's, although it's an accounting, it's an accounting package, actually from a business owner's perspective, it's really, it's, it's, you can use it without, without having to be an accountant. Um, and when, when I set up the business, I wanted to be expert at something rather than dilute my offering by having lots and lots of different things that we dipped in and out of. Yeah. So right from day one, we've been 100% zero, and that served us really, really well. Yeah. A lot of people said it's a bit of a risk, um, just you know, niching into into one one area, but um, that's certainly certainly been a good thing. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, find your niche, do it well, do it, do it best, and you, you you really can't go wrong. Um, so I was having a look around your website as well last night, and it was saying virtual finance department, and that. Caught my, caught my eye. Can you explain a, a virtual finance department to say a traditional bookkeeper or accountant that some construction yeah. companies would have? So I guess um, the difference between us and a traditional accounting firm would be that we don't do the, the year-end side of things. We're not about compliance. But, and although um, we work with businesses to help them with their finances, we don't do tax returns and things like that. We actually work on helping the business. We want to help them price profitably. We want to give them good management information. Um, we want to help them with their VAT returns. All the things that if you had, if your business was bigger, you would recruit a finance team. You would have a bookkeeper, you'd have a financial controller, a finance director. But if your business is smaller, and we tend to work with businesses half a million up to 10 million, that's the, that's the range. Um, and if your business is in that range, it might be that you don't need all of these people full time. You just need a little bit of what you, um, of what you need when you need it. So we provide a full finance team, and that's, that's the virtual finance department. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, I mean, do we, you're more around, so you're getting hands-on with the strategy, hands-on with real detail, profitability, whereas traditional accountants are sending us in your stuff and we'll get your back returned on and, you know, send us, yeah, yeah, okay. It's, yeah. it's very much, so traditional accountants are looking at what has happened. We're trying to work on now and what's going to happen. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, love that. Um, so we, we touched on LinkedIn there and, and when I came across your profile, it was just what drew me in. Obviously, we're playing in, in the same industry, being in construction. Um, so you're obviously going after construction companies. What would you say the biggest mistake you see construction companies that come to you? What's the biggest mistake they make with their finances? I think the number one is pricing. So um, something we see quite a lot is when people are, are pulling together rates, they might think, you know, I pay someone £15 an hour, so if I build in £30 an hour within my price, I'm going to be making money. And actually, there's a lot of other things to consider. So that's probably one of the main um, issues that we see time and time again. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then obviously, sense. zero is the tool that you provide these guys to uh, to help them. And it was one of the main reasons that 
I wanted to, to, to get you on today. Um, we made a special logo for it. We usually have our it's own lovely. branding behind it. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about Zero because you obviously have niched in, you know a bit about it, you're working yeah. with a lot of companies. So mm-hmm. we talked about a problem there two seconds ago, problems you see in construction companies as a whole. What's the problem that, 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 that you, they come to you that you provide Zero as a solution to? So zero again it's it's just it's an it's an enabler to allow them to do other things and to have access to the management information so if for example someone is pricing and it's not profitable um we can get that information by using zero with a couple of add-on apps yeah and then we can see okay that job wasn't profitable what do i need to do next time to make sure that doesn't happen because i think often what happens with businesses in construction is they kick the can down the road a little bit um, and it might be that their pricing isn't quite right, but because they're still cash in the bank, um, it takes a while for them to realise that. And it's usually, you know, it comes to a VAT quarter end, they realise I don't have enough money to pay my VAT. Um, and that's usually the crunch point at the end of a, at the end of a quarter. Yeah. They realise. We obviously deal with a lot of construction companies as well. And sometimes, and it's getting less and less, I have to say, as it goes on, we get a resistance to technology being the solution to this. Do you f- get much of that? As in, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely the, it's the biggest challenge. And I think if you look, I think there's statistics out there that say construction is the second lowest um, digital, with digital adoption. Yeah. And um, I think agriculture is the, the lowest, um, and then it goes into construction. And yes, there's definitely um, some resistance there, but I think it's changing. I think people are seeing that other people are doing it. And when they're seeing other people in their industry moving ahead because they are taking on this tech, they don't want to, they don't want to get left. Yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Um, f- for those that sort of have some resistance, I mean, how do you convince or how do you, how do you convince a non-technical company owner that technology is the way to go? We generally approach it with asking first of all what are the top three problems so for example we spoke to somebody the other day and they said the top three problems were cash flow managing pensions and managing subcontractors so that was three things we can then go away and come up with a solution and say okay if you follow this process we can give you a solution to that one we can give you a solution to that one and a solution to that one and i think when you make it simple like that and just pop the solutions into boxes it's people then get on board okay, yeah. yeah when it's when you're, when you're given a solution to get to a problem rather than you should just come on this accounting software because it's good for you that's a bit more vague and i don't think people buy, buy into that as much. we sort of touched on this earlier and sort of t- t- ties into this as well as a product then zero in your opinion i, I presume you've got some experience with sage sage 50 quickbooks stuff like that in, yeah. in relation to, 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 to the direct competitors, what, what does it do better? Um, I think, now, I don't have as much recent experience of these other packages because we have this niche for the last two years. We've been on, on, on a path. Um, but from, from history, um, when I've been using these packages, Sage, for example, was a desktop package. They have went into the cloud a little bit, but they were a little bit slow to, to catch up. Um, and just processes take a bit longer. And I always think that it's accountants like can like it um, because it is very, it talks to you in accounting language, whereas zero talks to you in business owner's language. And that's a lot nicer. 
With regards to Xero and QuickBooks Online, um, is there, there a huge amount of difference in terms of what they do? Probably not. Um, but I think it comes down to what you like and you know what you're most familiar with. I always think QuickBooks is a bit more Americanized. Yeah. Because Xero's yeah. um, got a lot of the market share in the UK. So um, people in, in the UK generally, um, if I was to talk to somebody and show them both, generally they'll veer to, towards the Xero side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and it, that plays into it's, it's uh, what you touched on then is the suite of add-ons. You'll find a lot of them are, are UK-based as well, uh, given that the other add-ons are QuickBooks a lot of the time are very American, American-based. Uh, I think fully. That, um, when, um, when app providers are looking to integrate with a software program in the UK, they integrate with Xero first and then they go to QuickBooks as a secondary. Yeah. So um, there tends to be more add-on apps available for Xero. Yeah, and then I suppose you would get some percentage, I, I imagine some percentage of people that come to you um, that are using them other products. And I suppose there's a fear then of migration. So, you, so you, you're saying, listen, here's a better, better platform. Zero is a better reason because of all the reasons you've given. And then they look at this big migration as a, as a you know, here's another problem now that I'm have to create. And how, I suppose, how do you deal with that fear of migration? and is it, is it a problem that you face? It's, um, yes and no. People might think it's, it's a problem, but it's like anything. When you when you are so familiar with how something works, you know, I've done hundreds and hundreds of um, migrations from other packages onto Zero, so it's not a problem. And I think once people feel comfortable, they know that you know what you're doing, they know that you've had success in the past, that they're a lot more um, comfortable with actually saying, okay, just migrate everything over. Um, there are some times where somebody is so embedded with a program that actually um, we're not the right business for them because that's that's what they're choosing to use. And it's not that it's not that they're wrong and we're right. It's just that um, we have decided from a business perspective that we're going to just offer this one software so we can be really, really good at it. Brilliant. Brilliant. We've, we've touched on a few few things there, like the Zero has add-ons, Zero is UK-based. I suppose if you were to summarise that and bring that right in, into a point, can we have three reasons why construction companies should consider zero? I think that it will help them to get a handle on their cash flow. Now, it doesn't do cash flow forecasting, but once you have apps that add into it, that will help with cash flow forecasting. It will help them manage retentions and give them somewhere where they can you know, go on and see when their retentions are due so that those don't get forgotten about. Um, and it will help them with job profitability as long as they use an add-on app with it. So, and I guess those are those are three of the main things that we hear over and over and over again. And um, we want to we want to get a handle on these things. And if there's a program out there that can en enable that to happen, um, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, no brilliant. brilliant. So, I mean, the, the business is, is is moving well. It's moving fast. What's the plan then for you guys at Empower by Cloud for the next say, eighteen months? Um, we want to just take on more and more clients within the construction sector. We want to start to um, engage with other software providers as well. And we want to really be where construction is. So whether that's getting magazines um, showing up wherever our ideal clients are going to be. So over 60% of our client base is in trade construction or suppliers to construction Yep. Brilliant. And where, where can people learn more about you and the company? 
So we have a website empoweredbycloud.co.uk um, or I'm on LinkedIn, Laura Taylor, and I post on LinkedIn regularly. So you do, you, to, you do, and we've seen them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so if you want to hear some more of my tips and thoughts, then connect with me on LinkedIn. Connect with LinkedIn and go and visit uh, Empowered by Cloud because there's some really, really good stuff going on there. Uh, what, what I would call a modern approach to dealing with construction finances. Laura, thanks for your time. We really, really appreciate it. That's okay. No problem. Thank you very much.